Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. If you've got an insurance question, you could talk to a dentist. But instead of filling you in on ways to save on your policies, he'd probably be too busy filling in that loose crown. Or you could talk to your local Geico agent, who will use their expertise to polish up your policies from home and auto to renters, motorcycle, boat, and RV too. So while, yes, your dentist can save your smile, your Geico agent could save you money, which will make you use that smile a whole lot more. To find a Geico agent near you, visit geico.com slash local. Help the Crowd Shout Radio Show grow and thrive by doing something you already do. Shop on Amazon. Amazon always has great deals for whatever you are looking for. From survivalists and riot gear to Beanie Babies. Next time you're going to shop at Amazon, use my link. The prices stay the same, but I get credit for the sale. Just go to tinyurl.com slash B And just shop normally, knowing that you're helping support the Crotch Shot Radio Show. That's tinyurl.com slash B. Morning. Morning. This show contains mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Are you ready to get your mind blown? One angry New York City Puerto Rican decided to start a radio show. Determined to piss the world off by shoving a mirror in front of society's face. He kicked them in the balls. What are you? Who are you? This is the Crotch Shot Radio Show. Crotch Shot Radio Show. This is not a test. This is a broadcast transmission. We're going to stay on the air. And now, and now, the weeping, the weeping. Welcome to the Crowd Shot Radio Show, where we kick the issues in the balls. We're on an active war against bullshit. We would do anything and everything to expose bullshit. The ends sometimes justify the means. So if you're angry and want the truth exposed, then strap in and prepare to be shocked. This is Smash Mouth Talk. If you can't accept that, then fuck off. I'm your host, Louis B. I takes no bullshit from nobody. I actually expose the bullshit of society and chop it up into easy-to-digest chunks for you. Today will not be any different. I'm going to be talking about Antifa is uh, pretty much doing our job in fighting the left. I wouldn't... I, I never thought I would see this day when Antifa is uh, taking out the trash on the left. I, I, I mean, uh, wow. I guess, um, 
I guess I was wrong. Uh, I guess they wanna they wanna turn a new leaf. Pretty soon they're gonna cut this Marxist bullshit, and um, you know they're you know they uh, yeah they're eating their own. And uh, it's uh, Antifa versus Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter versus uh, lesbian, gay, bisexual community, and um, yeah, just sit. We, all we gotta do is sit back and enjoy, and just ignore the alt right. I guess. I mean, you know. Let them let them talk. I guess. I mean, I don't know. But uh, today I'm joined with the lovely and talented, and um, personal bodyguard of um, uh, of Gavin McGinnis uh, on some occasions, Matthew Lyons. Matthew, what's up? <laughs> what's up, brother? <laughs> it's always a pleasure. Ah man. So yeah, you were. Let's let's get let's kick it off. I mean, I, I we spoke about. Uh, well, I spoke about Charlottesville. Uh, more like about the, I, I I wasn't on the ground there, so you were there. Tell me what 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 was going on? What was what was it like over there, in the rice paddy, as it were? Oh, it was interesting. You had armed militants of every stripe in the streets, and then there was little old me. You know, it's funny. I've never seen so many people walking around with AR-15s. Uh, in polite society, they, they all hate each other. We had BLM was there, Antifa was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had you had the the neo Nazis and the alt right, and then you know there were centrists like myself there with Falk, and uh, I believe AP3 and Earth Keepers were also there. Mm-hmm. But what's miraculous is you have hundreds, if not thousands, of people outside with guns who. All dislike each other, and not a single shot was fired. The only, the only civilian casualty was to a car accident. Was it a car accident, or was it uh, deliberate? Because what they're trying to say is this dude. Um, I mean, if you believe what Infowars is saying, that this dude is, uh, it turns out that he's actually a leftist himself. <sighs> I I try not to. Uh, I'm get involved with that. So it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, what happens? I'd like to see this go to jury. You know, I hope I hope they don't plead out or dismiss it. I'd like to actually see a trial. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm interested in what a jury would say with all the facts in front of them. I, I don't give a shit about the court of public opinion. It means right. nothing to me. Right. You know, most of the public wasn't even there that day. Most yep. of the people commented on this. Yeah, I wasn't there. So, so I mean. Like I'm just going by what's been reported, and I mean it does look like a false flag. Well, it feels like a false flag to me, but um, sure, sure, you know. But I wasn't there. Um, some people say were saying that uh, this guy, this guy just gunned it. He was gunning it, uh, and this is going by the the footage, the the drone footage. And just, oh, I didn't know there was drone footage. Oh, you didn't know there was drone footage? No. Oh no, I saw so I've seen some high definition camera angles from the ground, but drone footage, that's a new thing to me. Oh. Like I mean that like he just gunned it, uh like he it was like intentional. It was intent like so, it, so does it look different from the drone footage that? Uh, in fact, hold on. Let me let me let me send you the linky link. Oh boy. Uh, 
maybe you could take a look look at it real quick. It's a forty seven second um uh, are you sending it? Yeah, I'm sending it to through your messenger right now. We're doing this live, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, <laughs> so yeah. So let me let me yeah let me let me play it for everyone. I mean, this is a visual, so I don't know if there's any audio. This is from RT. Okay, you see. So basically, it's uh, you know the car going through um, you know running over some people. Playing it right now. Yeah, you're playing it right now. Okay, it's like a group of people. The car just careened through people. Uh, I think what three people got killed, but they're focusing. I think I think it's kind of strange that they're only focusing on the one white girl. If three people died. Um, you know, all right, it's, yeah, there's no, uh, there's no, uh, audio, but let me, you're watching it, let me know when you're done, so that way I could, uh, you could tell me what you think, think about the whole hullabaloo, and yes, we use terms like hullabaloo. There we go, there it is. All right. Give me the beat. Boys and free my soul. I wanna get in your rock and roll. Mm, 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 mm. What? Oh, yeah, so I, I've heard a few, uh, I've heard a few theories about this. Yeah. And before I even got out of Charlottesville, before I even got out of Charlottesville, mm -hmm. um, and even had the opportunity to turn the news on, uh, as Spate would have it, I was with Big uh, Alaska's bodyguard, uh, Tony, mm. uh, the guy that got stabbed nine times. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's actually he's actually well recovered. Oh, very good. Um, yeah, he was he was there that day. He was bodyguarding for Big Alaska again. That oh. guy, uh, he's a champ. Mm -hmm. um, and somebody brought up in the car that Charlottesville is just a hop, skip, and a jump away from the Pentagon. Mm. And then somebody also mentioned that uh, if you watch, if you watch it, the windows are all blacked out, and the way that guy backed out at forty miles an hour, th this is what was proposed to me. Mm -hmm. Nobody who hadn't taken a defensive driving course would be able to drive it straight back like that. Mm. But once again, that's not my opinion. You know what I mean? Right. I just, I kind of want to see. What a jury decides when they have all the evidence in front of them. Because I'm sure, uh, with how high profile the case is going to be, that we'll get the guy's Facebook messages and his, uh, what is it, you know, his cell phone messages, and we'll know what was actually up with this guy. If he went there and he caused chaos or not, we'll find out. But I don't think that's going to be for a while. Yeah. I mean, like, look, it's it's a. I mean, if he really did do this maliciously and not not that not that it turned out it was like a self defense thing, uh, you know that that it is a pussy thing to do. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, but there's also the other possibility we don't know yet. Yeah, yeah. The, the kid could have been cruising slowly, and that guy might have hit his bait, his car with the baseball bat, 
and then he just slammed the gas. Mm. You know, you never know. But unfortunately, so, unfortunately, you don't know, I, you don't know who the guy is that hit him. It is bad, and you know somebody people ended up dead because of this. So I mean, this dude, either way, his nuts are getting nailed to the wall. Yeah, um, but I, I, you know, I I wasn't there with with angry, violent people. I was there to mm-hmm. protect somebody who's running for senate. Uh, Augustus Invictus. That's. Yeah. I was there for that, and I was there to bodyguard for a handful of women that were supposed to speak. Mm. You know, I I didn't go there to tear the town down or to uh, uh, shout racial epithets at people. Right. I was there to defend people and to preserve the peace. Oh yeah, no. So Millie Millie Weaver was there, um, and she she needed protection because. They were like, like this. This is what, like, I was, uh, like, I mentioned the other week. Um, you know, she was so getting surrounded by these people, and like, first of all, if you're gonna have a civil discussion with someone, you don't get up in their face. You don't raise your voice. No. But then, then they're like, "Oh, why are these guys here with guns?" They're like, "They're here to protect me because you guys are known to put hands on people." And like, and, and more, and they're more emboldened to put hands on people if it's like someone that that can't really protect themselves. Yeah, the person that I was specifically protecting, yeah, because folk, folk was there to defend a handful of people, Augustus Invictus. Uh, there was an Africana there, she, you know, like a like a white Dutch person from Africa. Oh, an African. That was there. Yeah, an African, whatever you want to call it, Africaner. Yeah. I forget what they call themselves. But, uh, you know, a, a white African yeah. that was there or, to talk, as, I think, about I, what happened in Rhodesia. Or as I like to call them, um, 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 the world's first, uh, uh, ah, fuck it, moving on, I fucked the joke up, never mind. Cultural. Were you gonna say they were kings and stuff? No, no, no. They were cultural appropriators. <laughs> Fuck. The first cultural appropriators. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> we got we got Barco in the chat room. Hey, Barco. Hey, sweetie, I missed you. So, um. So you know, so it was them, and then uh, there was a girl speaking there by chance. Mm-hmm. Who whose father used to sort or his stepfather rather so he used to be a mentor for me uh, years and years ago. Okay. And this girl, she's like twenty years old, maybe five foot tall, a hundred pounds soaking wet. Mm-hmm. You know, and people want to rip her limb from limb. Oh yeah, just no, because she, she's there, just yeah, because she, she's on that side of the fence. Yeah, because she's a threat. So, she's a huge threat. That she's literally. Hitler. Oh yeah. She's literally Hitler, Matt. She's literally Hitler. Yeah. Yeah, like you know what? Yeah, she, like they they won't like honestly, they won't do that to to. I bet they wouldn't uh, rush up on base stick man. But then again, there's videos <laughs> of him whooping ass. Like if anyone gets close, boop. So they ain't gonna fucking run up on him unless they they no, Kyle, Kyle is a bad motherfucker and he can hold his own. Oh yeah, no, he gets um, fucks. But, but we we're actually we're by- Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested thirteen billion dollars in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down one point seven billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. 
but working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com slash safety. How do you go out for him in Boston over the weekend? Because Kyle, you know, he's got that, he's got that uh, torn ligament in his arm. Oh. So, you know, yeah, he's, he's wearing some sort of crazy mechanical cast right now. Um, like a mechanical brace. Yeah, he's, he's a little bit worse to wear. So, so, so you pretty know, much he's, he's walking around looking like the Winter Soldier, and people still want to fuck with him. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when we were, when we were trying to get out of um, the Boston rally, uh, this is a bit of a fast word. I guess we'll go back to Charlottesville. Yeah, 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 yeah. When we were trying to get out of Boston, mm. uh, the Boston police had, like, sealed this area off for us to extract through because there were, like, fifteen or 20,000 people moving in on us. You know, BLM and Antifa was flooding the streets and moving towards us. So they brought in armored cars um, to take us out of there. Now, while we were waiting to get extracted, some kids, some Bernie supporter, uh, had come from across the street. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, the police put them on our side of the street. Well, this kid, this kid calls Kyle Chapman a faggot. So one of, one of my associates looks at the kid sideways and like smiles at him. He's like, did you just call Kyle Chapman a faggot? And then Kyle Chapman sna- is fucking does a 180. He's like, did you just call me a faggot? And Kyle got right up in his kid's face. The kid's like shocked now. You know, he, he's afraid that he's about to get his arms torn off. And I stepped in between Kyle and this kid and I kissed the kid on the cheek. And then he turned white. Like he turned ghost white because he knew he fucked up. Yeah. And he just backed down after that. It was at like, this moment, this Bernie fag realized he fucked up. Yeah. I, I've, I've never cucked somebody that quickly or efficiently before, but uh, it was a beautiful thing. Like, what did he expect was going to happen? He's like, well, I guess you got me. Oh, shit. I guess I'm, a, I guess, I guess I'm going by... Base fag man now, ho ho! You got me. Like, well, what was the his, thing is, the... I guess he probably thought because all these riot cops were standing around that he could just run his mouth however he wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we didn't, we didn't harm him. Uh, you know, he probably got an awkward donor off of that, but you know, nobody, nobody really laid their hands on him. Yeah. Um, but what you got, we got all these sheltered kids who have never been around real, real men, who have never been around beasts before in their life. Yeah. Because a lot of these guys that we have in our organization, they practice martial arts or they're ex-military or they're uh, security guards or whatever, but they're not people to be taken lightly. And most of these kids, they go through a shallow life, or they go through high school, and they get brushed into college, and they've never really met a badass. So they think they can just run their mouths. Well, no, these people don't operate like this. You know, it just doesn't fly in the real world. Yeah. No, I mean, look, I've I've been in, like, I was a fat kid. That I, I tell people, look, I'm a fat kid that grew up in Brooklyn. Like, I, I, you know, I want people thinking I'm a pussy until they piss me off. Like, keep, go ahead, keep thinking I'm a pussy because I'm not going to go to jail for laying hands first. No, which goes to lay the hand second. Yeah, yeah. And then it's self-defense. 
Yeah, but it's like, it's like, I I just love how they like, and I bet this kid will be the first one to scream, "Oh, homophobia, homophobia!" But he uses faggot like like being a faggot is a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, I grew up when I grew up, he didn't mean homosexual. He didn't even mean homosexual. It's like a pussy. Yeah, and of course, of course, obviously, it had you know a homophobic connotation at one point, but yeah. that's not what you mean when you say it now. Yeah, and it's like you know, and then but then you're but but in that case, if you're using it in that in that connotation of calling someone a pussy. You're talking to someone that ran towards a group of motherfuckers with just a stick and he whacked the first motherfucker upside the head with said stick and you're calling him a pussy. And there are other videos of him. Somebody walked up on him and he swung on him like and you're calling him a put like, I mean, that kid was lucky. Kyle was holding the pipe. When he fucking stuck up on him. Oh yeah, no, I was. <laughs> He's lucky he got punched in the mouth because that rod could have come down on his skull. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, like, what were you think? What are you thinking? First of all, if you're gonna do something like that, have a crew with you because when you call someone that that's known to uh, known to be a fighter, you know that's gonna that those are fighting words. That's a fighting word. You call, yeah, you're, it is. You're basically well, that's actually a crime. That's actually like a misdemeanor or a crime in some places. There's, there's, uh, it's part of the criminal code. It's fighting words. You look it up in a uh, Black's Law Dictionary. Mm-hmm. Fighting words are anything that's meant to incite a fight. It's, you know, whatever is meant to uh, charge the other person with the jury so they'll attack you. So even, so if you use fighting words and then somebody attacks you, it's also your fault. Yeah. And you can be criminally charged because you instigated it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I, I got the feeling that a lot of these guys, like, they, they put on, they, like, they're not really trans or trying to be trans or anywhere close. They just put on dresses thinking that that gives them the, you can't hit me because <coughs> I'm a girl protection, which it's 2017. If, if a, if a real chick freaking spit in my face, I'm fucking karate chopping her in the fucking tit. Well, as soon as you come at me with violence, you're no longer a man or a woman. You're a target. Uh, you're, yeah, exactly. You're, you're just a person that fucked up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it just amazes me that we're going to punch a Nazi in the face. First of all, like, at the other side, why the, like, trolling or not? Why the fuck are you throwing up the 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 Howl Hitler salute? Like I don't understand that shit. Like okay, what? Like, and, and I kind of agree. It used to be funny. It yeah. used to be funny until everybody was doing it. Yeah. Like like the frog memes and all the Nazi memes. Mm-hmm. You know, people were just sharing them on Facebook. I thought it was hilarious. I went to the DC rally. Uh, you know, I spoke there. Uh, I kind of trolled Richard Spencer a bit and uh, his friend called Marilyn who set it up. Mm-hmm. But when I went there, they're playing, they're playing like the fast wave music. You know, and everybody's cheering for it. And, you know, they're using, they're using now, they're, now it's real. You know what I mean? It's not behind a computer anymore. Now it's real. 
this is why people are starting to get pregnant. So I can't, I, I can't really tell if all these people are trolling or not. I mean, you know, we, we know our uh, base tranny in New York, mm. you know, Emily, best troll I've ever met, by the way. Yeah. First of all, first of all, she, he needs to fucking pick a fucking uh, team already and cut the, <laughs> cut that shit. Just like, oh, how does one get a girlfriend? I'm going to smack, I'm going to smack her in the face. Like, motherfucker, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. I'm get, I'm tired of that shit. I'm really... Like, how does... How, like, and because... You know you know what also kind of pisses me off about that? Because I'm pretty sure she'll get more pussy than me. <laughs> that, that's the real of, reason. Of course that. she will. Yeah. Because she'll fucking get all of her SKW friends to suck her dick. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, no, no. Either be straight or either be gay... But no, no, none of this. Like this is this. I can't stand these bisexual motherfuckers. No, 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 no. I, no. I think it's just no. It, that transcends. It transcends being bisexual. It's just like another category altogether. With Emily's doing it. Yeah. Well, wh- I, wh- is she? I, it, I, I, I still believe she's a troll. I I believe she's a troll. Like he's a troll. Oh, I'm so confused. It confuses me. Yeah. <laughs> Like what? Does this mean? Does this mean he's straight, or or does it mean she's a lesbian? I don't know. Like I, don't know. I think you should have her on your show. I yeah. Well, I I keep forgetting I, to have her on. Have her him on. Like uh, like you know, you know like stop. Just just freaking let us in on the joke. I won't. I won't like. I won't like. You know, blow your cover. But, but now, now, we now, just it need just, to know. We just, just need to know. It just seems like you're being a selfish bitch right now. That's that's all it is. That's all it is to me. It's like I swear to God, motherfucker in the dress gets more pussy than me. I'll be I'll be damned. I'll be damned. Look, look. If that happens, I don't even want to know about it. I w- I w- I'll just be so disgraced. I, he's like, like. Freaking wearing his easy breezy beautiful cover girl fucking makeup and and freaking dating like a uh, 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 freaking Abigail Ratchford or having Victoria's Secret model blower. I would like I would, I would be so I would be so angry. I would join the Westboro Baptist Church and I will protest gay funerals from from that point on. Like, fuck that. I would become I would become the world's greatest homophobe if if that ever happened. Like so, em, Emily, if you're listening, shout out, love you, but fucking yeah, fucking, fucking love it, you. You you uh make keep, a fucking decision. Keep trolling everybody. It's yeah. fun to watch. Jesus. I I think I think uh, Emily's best exploit in my book was when she went to the DC rally dressed as a Nazi brown shirt. <laughs> Did you see that? No, no, I did not. Oh, uh, so so somebody from I think it was NBC interviewed her, and uh, they were asking, you know, why why is at the Nazi rally? And all he says is, you know, you can say what you want about the Nazis' politics, but they sure did know how to dress. <laughs> Speechless, right? Oi. <laughs> And then she and then she takes a selfie with Richard Spencer to to seal to seal the deal. So here you have 
on a tranny yeah. with a Hitler Youth haircut, wearing an authentic Hitler Youth outfit, hanging out with Richard Spencer. Richard Spencer doesn't know. That is just uh, like, that uh, is expert troll level. Honestly, I don't if, think I'll ever honestly, be able to aspire to more than that. If you want to take it up a notch, uh, she should have blew Richard Spencer and be like, then, then after he was uh, done, done, just take out her dick. It's like, my turn. And just really fuck him up. <laughs> just really fuck him up. I don't know. Um, according to some common solution, Winnish is made, uh, he might like that. <laughs> Yeah, all right. <laughs> then, then he's he's just he's just bad for the cause. He's just not. Well, what cause? Who cause? I don't know. Socialism. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, just just. Yeah, just people you meet, people you meet, brother. So, anyways, <laughs> anyways, so back to after after that Emily break we just had, um. Oh man, so so. Charlotte's uh, going to Boston. What do you want? <laughs> let's do. Let's go. Let's go to Boston. Let's go to Boston because you know Jovi said that that they they stacked all y'all into a paddy wagon, and yeah, like like so so it was like forty forty grand of people surrounded. So basically, they're so yeah. afraid of. Yeah, it was it was like. Now, Jesus, now it's 40,000. I think the number grows every time we tell the story. But uh, I really don't know what the official number was. I know that there was a sea of people outside of this pavilion. Mm-hmm. Let's not even get the armored car part first. So I showed up. I was the only person from folk there um, because everybody else was with the VIPs. Um, and we were waiting for the permit holder to get into the park so that they would let everybody in the park. So people started showing up. And I'm over by the gate with a few other people and a couple of women that I was uh, washing out after that day. And what I was told was no interviews and no media was allowed into the gated off area. Of course not. Because you, okay. don't, you don't want them getting real news. Yeah. <laughs> well, they would have just twisted everything anyway. So why even let them in? Fuck them. Yeah. We shut them out. Oh, okay. You know, we we took a cue from Donald Trump's playbook, and we said, "No, you're not coming in here. You're fake news." Um, so the only people that were in there were a couple of uh, Patriot like podcasters mm-hmm. and web streamers, but they were our guys, right? Um, and they recorded the whole thing and put the whole thing up there. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested thirteen billion dollars in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah, wait, here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? (laughs) Yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. So, these media personalities get really pissed 
that uh, every time they approached the gate, I got in their face. I told them to get out of my personal space. There's no reason for you to speak to the police because you're not allowed in the park. Okay? I'm with you organizers. You're not allowed in the park. No media is allowed in the park. And you're not doing any interviews, so just shove off. And didn't care for that. But after about an hour, um, our guys, while we showed up, the speaker started coming into the park. I went in the park with my group. There were maybe 20 people at most in the pavilion. So you have this pavilion that's in the center of the park, and then there's like this pinwheel around it. And there was like a 500-foot standoff zone between the pavilion where the speakers were and where the counter protesters were. Okay? They were, they were barricaded off with bubble gates. It was a gate by them, and then a gate maybe 50 feet off of the pavilion. Okay. So they had no way of getting through. Um, so uh, the first people that spoke were these uh, two Catholic converts that were Jewish. They were like Jewish people that converted to Catholicism. Why? Uh, Just why? Listen, it gets better, okay. and and they take marijuana as religious sacrament. Oh. So they're trying. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now I've got your attention. Oh. Sure, sure. Mm. <laughs> oh, this sounds cool. Now maybe I'll convert to Catholicism, yeah. so I too can partake in the marijuanas. I see what you're up to, Louis. Well, but uh, <laughs> I try. So they started. They started the day off with prayer. So they had their little prayer thing. They prayed for peace. Mm-hmm. Fine. Then uh, this. Uh, Indian man, his name is Dr. Shiva, oh, he's yeah, running yeah. for Massachusetts Senate, yeah. spoke. Mm-hmm. Now, this man is blacker than coal. Yeah, All right? and he's getting um, called a Nazi. Yeah, I have, well, you know, the Indians do have the swastikas. I don't know. Well, no, but it's but it's positioned. It's positioned. Oh, it's facing the other way. Yeah, I mean, and they and, had, I mean, and they had it first. So again, the Nazis were the second people in history to be culture appropriating assholes. So that would that would be yeah. like that would be like that would be like your people taking rice and beans and fucking turning it into something evil. I would be pissed off. I would be. I would go to war. I would, I would, uh, uh, yeah. Well, rice and beans is evil after you eat it. Have you ever smelled that? Like, I don't like the That's because, that's so because bad. your freaking Neanderthal, Caucasoid freaking colon can't take the fucking starch. Eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you people are feeding us poison to kill us off. It's yeah. a weight genocide, really. Well, no, no, because in in the words in the words of uh, what's his name, uh, 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 the dude that made Hidden Colors, uh, ah, I forgot his name, but you know, white people are genetically inferior because the earth kills them. They can't. White people cannot eat organic because organic is bad for them. They that that's why that's. that's I'm trying the first time hearing this. Yes, and the sun the sun kills you. That's why you burn. Um, you you cannot you cannot uh, uh what's this? Oh yes, and white people are born with tails. So you guys are the real monkeys, not us. Um, what, what else? Are oh yeah, the, the, the darker you are, the more superpowers you have. No, Hidden Colors. Uh, what's his name? Uh, hidden Colors. Uh, wait, I'm in front of a computer, and I'm trying to remember shit. Hidden Colors documentary. 
You gotta this watch. This is real. Yes, this is real. Yes, this is a documentary. It's a. It's actually a. Um, Tariq Nasheed. Tariq Nasheed. Uh, it's a trilogy called Hidden Colors. Talks about uh, where that all of um, all of civilization came from Africa, and if it wasn't for if it wasn't for black people, white people would still be living in caves. Which is why most white people have the slope, have a slope. Uh, Protruding eyebrows because they still have uh, Neanderthal uh, genes. So, uh, Jesus Christ. Speaking. How can I Jesus help Christ. You? Can I help you, my son? So. I, just, I just wish all these racist people would shut the fuck up. So yeah, Please. watch, Please, it, watch the colors. If you, especially if you're dark skin, it will give you a, a freaking ego boost like a motherfucker. So... <laughs> <laughs> You gotta watch Hidden Colors. I'm just saying. I, I, I'm not even allowed to make jokes anymore. <laughs> and like there's, like there's no rebuttal. If I make a rebuttal, I'm literally Hitler. Oh, dude, that reminds me. That reminds me. Um, you saw that I posted some stuff about uh, Spencer Sunshine. Oh, did we finally figure out who he is? No, not yet. Freaking, I, I posted it on, on 4chan and then 8chan and these motherfuckers. All they could do is stay stuck on Jews. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> that, was, that was all David Duke could talk about Jews. when I saw him was the Jews. The Jews. Uh, I, like, one of it, these days, I'm gonna, I want to meet him, but I'm, I'm going to wear, wear my yarmulke that I got when I was a, a groomsman at my best friend's uh, wedding. Which I think you should I, do it. I look, I look adorable. It's a pink yarmulke. I, I look adorable in it. Um, and I just say, Doctor Duke, how you doing? Are you here for your bris? A little off the top. Just fuck them up. Just fuck them up. The, the funny thing was, uh, so I, you know, I was, I was there with the people. I was there, and at one point, we had all packed into this one corner because I thought they were going to let the speakers through. So all the speakers were packed together. So naturally, I'm standing about a foot away from David Duke, and people start saying, oh, David Duke's here. Now me, my dumbass, because I'm so ignorant to, like, Southern history and racism and the Ku Klux Klan or the Democratic Party. Yeah, yeah. When they said said David Duke was there, I'm like, oh, that's cool. The guy from the Dukes of Hazzard showed up for a remodelment. That was really nice. And then a couple seconds later, I figured out, no, they meant... David Duke, the Klansman. So, just to show how fucking ignorant I am. So anyway, he's did, standing there, he and he's, he's being interviewed, oh. and all he could do was talk about the Jews. I didn't even talk, hear him talk about black people. He didn't say one single thing about black people. His, his spiel was that the Jews, of course, because it's always the evil Jews, that the Jews uh, were keeping Africa... Uh, in the Stone Age, for whatever reason. And he's like, why did the Jews let Europe advance and evolve, but not Africa? It's the Jews that are keeping the blacks down. So David Duke's now trying to appeal to a wider audience. Right. Um, he's trying to get the black people behind him now. It's, it's just sad. Well, no. If he really wants to do that, he would be wearing his pants halfway uh, off his ass. Um, and he'd be wearing FUBU with some, with some, jo- some Jordans, 
uh, with a tattoo on his face if he wants to do all that. How does, how does the joke go? Uh, pants off, don't loot. Pants, I don't know. You better just like hands up, don't shoot. Pants up, don't loot. Pants, Come on. Pants up, I'm Googling it. I think it's a meme. I think it's, oh, pa- yeah, it's pants up, don't loot. Yeah. Yep. Never really. Yeah. Yeah. So, so David Duke was there. Uh, there were we had real German Nazis there too. Um, the guys from the traditional Workers' Party in Germany came out to the Charlottesville protest. So there were real German National Socialist white supremacists there. Like these guys were authentic. And uh, they look like, honestly, they look like they belonged in a Ramstein video. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Du, du hast, du hast. Yeah, yeah, that one. They look like they were members of Ramstein. We are living in America. 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 Yeah, yeah, Ramstein. Yes. Du, du hast, du hast, du hast me, hast mich. Das du's, there. Das uh, American Vanguard was there. Now these people get silly every time I silly every time I see them. Mm. Um, so apparently, like the leader that was there was some sort of preacher. He had started thumping the Bible in the morning, and he didn't stop. Like this guy just kept going all on with it. He was all fire and brimstone because uh, they're like. The Vanguard, like this, like Christian Hitler Youth esque, um, like they're like Nazi Boy Scouts, really. Christian Nazi ba- Boy Scouts. So the whole thing is something the Bible, um, while hating everybody. Mm. So you know there was a diverse group there. Right, Not well, really. Yeah. So what? So uh, okay. So this whole Charlottesville march. What What are your thoughts about that with the tiki torches and, like, honestly, I mean, like my thing. My thing is, okay, um, and and I can and I agree with Ben Shapiro uh, about this. It's like okay, trolling is all fun and good, but it seems like if you're gonna be trolling and acting like. I I don't see what's the use in acting like um Nazis when you're not really Nazis. I don't see the 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 point in doing that. All, all it does is they'll just take it away and say, "See? See? They're acting like literal Nazis." It's like you're giving them what they want and it's not helping it's not helping the cause at all. But are they, you know, Look, like I I don't think that's what the Tiki torch thing was, but to Go back to what you just said. Yeah. If you're stupid enough to really be an ethno-nationalist or white supremacist or whatever, then you're already pretty stupid. It doesn't take much more. It's not much more of a leap to be dumb enough to announce it publicly. You know, look at me, I'm retarded, third, white pride, you know. Um, so, yeah, these people are fucking idiots, sure. Um, but the Tiki Torch thing... Mm. I don't really think that was that dark. 
You know, it was, I, I feel like it was like a candlelight vigil, if anything, for this monument that was about to be taken down. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the videos, yeah, sure, a lot of them were wearing white shirts, whatever. What else are they going to wear? You know, most of these people are part of Identity Europa, and they're, or Vanguard or whatever, and their outfit is a white t-shirt with their emblem on it. So I don't, I don't think that was really so much of a throwback to the Klan as it was just like a candlelight vigil for the statue that was going down. Because the statue was going down anyway. Whether they had this protest or not, the statue was going to be removed. They were just making a fuss about it. Well, Identity Europa, like, I'm on their website, the History of Cultural Marxism. Oh, and it's not page not found. That's interesting. What happened? No, I'm on IdentityEuropa.com. This week has witnessed the most unprecedented attack of free speech on American citizens by anti-white corporate and political interest in history. Within the 24-hour period... Ah, fuck it. I, I lost interest. Yeah, so Identity Europa, out of all these groups, hasn't really rubbed me uh, the wrong way so much. Mm-hmm. I know that there's, uh, there's a couple of uh, mulatto people in their organization, so they're not, uh, they're not racist. I think you just have to be of European ancestry. Right. So, for example, there's a New York City proud boy. I'm not going to mention his name that we both know. He's a young guy. Very dark, looks very African American to me. Yep. Um, but he's an eighth Austrian. Oh. Um, and I believe what they told him was that sure he could join. Oh wow. You know, they're they're not they're not a hate group from what I understand. You know, a lot of them might be uh, uh what is it? You know, uh, you know, dumb kids, but mm-hmm. they're definitely not a hate group. Well, uh, from what I've seen, I mean. That could change the next time I interact with them. But from what I've seen so far and personally interacting with them, they don't seem like a hate group to me. Right. Alrighty. So uh let's let's move on. Move on dot org. Um uh-huh. what do you th- I think it's going down. So okay. <laughs> so okay, back to like let let's finish up with Boston. Um so you guys you guys were put in a paddy wagon. And, yeah, you know. Yeah, after the after the two Jewish Catholics, mm-hmm. the Indian guy, and two African Americans spoke, um, and the organizer gave a little speech, mm-hmm. um, which is a very very diverse group of white supremacists if I've ever seen one. Yeah, it sounds like you were um, at Nuremberg, Germany, uh, before World War Two. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. After, after they were all done speaking, they moved all 20 of us to, like, this extraction area. Yeah. And, you know, we were kind of standing, you know, crowding around, and they said, stand aside. So we stood aside, and, uh, like, a, a, a phalanx of riot cops walked through. So, like, we sort of parted the seas to the crowd, and then the riot cops walked in. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I looked down and I saw that these guys were kind of, like, uh, playing with their hickory sticks because they had hickory rods. You know, they were kind of, they were slapping them against their hand like they were about to do business. Uh, for a split second, I wanted to be a cop. You oh. know, just for that moment. Yeah, they so were anyway, about to start giving wooden so, showers. 
Yeah, they were they were about to do what I'm not allowed to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they, they they probably had a lot of fun with that too. Yeah. But uh, they moved aside. The armored cars moved in, and they crammed us into the armored cars. I think there was 12 people in the uh, paddy wagon that I got inside of. You know, there's no air conditioning in there. These vehicles aren't for fun. They're usually for transporting criminals. So we we crammed in there like a sardine can. Uh, and I think it was, it, it felt like a very long time. I, I know it was at least an hour from start to finish once we got in the paddy wagons. Mm-hmm. Um, then the riot cops went out. Somebody had aerial, live aerial footage of the paddy wagons. <laughs> <laughs> while we were inside of them, so we knew it was, we sort of knew what was going on. And uh, as soon as the doors closed, I made the dark joke. I said, "Well, I hope they have warm showers at the FEMA camps." You know, I just had to get it in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> what's that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're in there. We were just kind of laughing about the whole thing and how absurd it was. We didn't know what was going to happen because we knew that, like, 20,000 people were moving in on us. So the cars started to move a little bit, then they stopped. Uh, the riot police cleared the lane, and the cars were able to come through, which took quite a bit of time. There was a sea of people out there. Um, so about an hour later, the cops, the, the, uh, the paddy wagon stopped, and we pulled out. And the police had dropped us off at a United States Postal Service processing plant, you know, like a, a mail processing facility. Oh, okay. So I think the reason, the logic behind the, that was, if there was any, was that we were on federal property, and if anybody attacked us there, it would be a federal, uh, it would be, you know, a federal crime, as opposed to being processed in Boston. It would be handled by a federal court. So some slimebag left-wing Boston district attorney wouldn't be able to just throw the case out because it would be in a federal court. So I think that's why they dropped this off at the postal plant. Um, Smart. So from there, it was pretty much over. We waited until a ride showed up and we got the hell out. It was... uh. It was a wild time, you know. There were there were only maybe twenty people there speaking. That all these protesters came up for. Actually, we have you know? audio of you leaving uh, after that. What's that? We have audio. Hold on. Of you leaving. Of the. Oh boy. Motherfucker! All right. This joke will work. This is you guys leaving. This guy's used leaving Saigon. Oh, I get it. I get it. Match, right? Yep. Okay. Cool. Cool. It was. It was a tough battle. So afterwards, did you guys have um, a celebratory circle jerk just to uh, end the end the well, day? Oh, of course. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, well, this was the first time, well, my first time in a paddy wagon, and possibly the first time ever that a paddy wagon uh, took a bunch of 
crazy Irishman to a pub because that's where we went afterwards. Yeah, you know? We were afraid that we were going to be taken directly to jail and locked up, and that didn't happen. They dropped us off. It turned out that all the police that were on our detail had actually volunteered for it. So those people that were driving those paddy wagons, those police officers, wanted to be driving those paddy wagons. And those riot cops that went out in the street and cleared the lane for us wanted to be there. Um, I had no doubt in my mind that Boston PD was going to perform par excellence because they did the last time there was a free speech rally in Boston. I'm pretty sure that they're just fucking tired of the bullshit from the left. <clears throat> well, everybody is. Yeah. At this point, um, I'm glad everything happened the way it did in Boston because now the, the whole country can see just how absurd these people are. But yeah. yeah you know who was there? Who? You know who else showed up? Vermin Supreme. Oh, I love him. Yeah, I got my picture taken with him in the pavilion. I want to meet. I want to meet Vermin Supreme. Vote, <laughs> vote often. Vote early. Ver, vote often. Vermin Supreme. Early voters. Fuck you! got me tongue tied. Three ponies. Mandatory brushing of the teeth. Vote Vermin Supreme. Yeah, maybe we'll get in next time. Yeah, well, he should. I would. I think after Donald Trump has served, you know, two terms, yeah. we should get Roman Supreme in here. Oh goodness! And then it will just be perpetual bliss after that. It just, <laughs> just let's just become silly, just silly. They want like no, no illegal will want to come here after that. It's like this, this place, this place is too fucked up. Well, the thing is, they hate us because we have a sense of humor. Like, the, the people on the left are the ones that are straight-laced and absolutely losing their minds. They can't laugh. They don't know how to laugh. They're, uh, they're way too fucking serious. So I, I think that would be the best thing to replace Donald Trump with. Yeah. I, think, I think if Bernie runs again, uh, we should have Remy Supreme run after him on the Republican ticket and get Vermin into office. Um, either that, either that, or we should just like cut the cut even cut more of the bullshit and just force Ron Paul to run again, and this time get his ass in. That would be a beautiful thing as well. We're Pat Buchanan. Why not? All right. <laughs> All right. I don't want no damn neocons. Uh, Sorry, sorry. I thought you were probably. Yeah, but I'm not a fucking neocon. I came up as a 9-11 truther, and then, uh, you know, I'm a libertarian, you know, Ron Paul, like, because I heard Ron Paul speak. So, you know, it's like, that. that's that's my background. But Is I never, Pat Buchanan I, really a neocon? Yeah, he's a fucking neocon. See, I've never bothered to even look into him. I know that, like, Gavin McKinnish worships him and they read from his book every meeting, but I've never read it myself. I have, I have this thing. It's like, uh... I mean, honestly... You know, it's you like, I have, gotta... I have this personal wall, Lily. Yeah. It's a personal wall for myself. I will not read a book that's been written by a living author. They have to be dead for me to read their book. You know, if somebody's still around and I can save myself time of reading the book and just go out and meet them mm -hmm. and buy them a beer and shake their hand, that's what I will do. But Yeah, um, I mean I need I need you guys listening if you haven't already. I need you the guys guys to watch Police State Trilogy 
from Alex Jones. Uh, 9-11, The Road to Tyranny. Uh, I also need you the guys to watch Terror Storm. Uh, Alex Jones's Endgame Blueprint for uh, for Global Enslavement. Also, Aaron Russo's uh, documentary, America Freedom to Fascism, which proves that um, our taxation of, of people like me and you, like regular regular workers, is unconstitutional. In fact, you know, forget flat tax, forget forget fair tax. Uh, no tax on 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 our labor. The only the only income tax that is that is in the Constitution is taxing businesses. Um. Yeah. Uh. What else? Uh, oh, dark secrets behind Bohemian Grove. I mean, damn. How come Alex don't even make them makes these no more? Uh, the Obama deception. Uh, what else? Yeah, that, that, that's pretty much good. That's pretty if you want to see something really trippy, Willie. Yeah. I mean, like, really trippy, like, tongue-in-cheek, check out, go on YouTube and check out the Church of the Subgenius recruitment video. Alrighty. But uh, all right. But uh, before we do the church of the of the what? No, it's like an hour and a half long. Do it when you're stoned, and you'll enjoy it. Um, that's your homework assignment. Uh, basically, well, it's uh, mm-hmm. it's uh, there were these comedians that did like uh, performance art back yeah. in the '70s. So they they had this thing that they did, and they called it the Church of the Subgenius. And it turned into, like, a cult following of these performance artists. But they were all anarcho-capitalists. Mm. It's it's just very amusing. All right. So so what do you think of uh, this thing that happened in... Da- well, you probably didn't hear. Uh, this thing happened in Dallas, like, um, Antifa versus Black... The guy with the nitroglycerin? The guy with the nitroglycerin? The guy with the nitroglycerin. Oh shit! What? You didn't hear about that one? No, I did not. Dude, I got left wing terrorists for days, dude. For days. All right, you you show me yours. I'll show you mine. What happened in Dallas? Okay, well, let me get you the the um. Antifa versus BLM. Uh, oh, just tell me about it. Apparently they got into a fight and uh, an antifa guy sucker punched a black dude. Here, here's the video. Here's some video. Hopefully. The Black Lives Matter are telling them to take their fucking mask off. Oh shit! Well, you know why he's telling them to take their masks off, right? So they can see that they're all a bunch of white kids. They're all a bunch of white teenagers. Yeah, this is uh, uh, and uh, okay, this is this is from the Blaze. A scuffle broke out between an Antifa member and a member of Black Lives Matter on Saturday during a rally to protest white supremacy and the Confederate monuments in Dallas. According to the event's Facebook page, the event, Dallas Against White Supremacy, took place in front of 
Dallas City Hall, which is located near a Civil War memorial honoring the lives of Texans who fell fighting for the Confederacy. The Washington Post reported that 2,300 people attended the rally. A scuffle reportedly broke out as the event was ending. According to the Post, there were a lot of pushing and shoving between pro-Confederacy supporters and the protesters. It is not confirmed how many scuffles broke out during the protest. However, video captured one dust-up that occurred not between pro-Confederacy supporters and protesters, but between Black Lives Matter and the radical leftist Antifa. During the night, Black Lives Matter and Antifa squared off. Black Lives Matter members demanded Antifa remove their mask and leave the city. One member of Black Lives Matter seemed to lead the shouting match between the groups as one member of Antifa held a bullhorn that emitted a loud siren noise to cover the Black Lives Matter members' speech. Antifa members uh, then began to accuse Black Lives Matter members of being a cop. The BLM member then got into the face of the Antifa member, threatening to knock his mask off. The Antifa member responded by punching the BLM member. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. If you've got an insurance question, you could talk to a dentist. But instead of filling you in on ways to save on your policies, he'd probably be too busy filling in that loose crown. Or you could talk to your local Geico agent, who will use their expertise to polish up your policies. From home and auto to renters, motorcycle, boat, and RV too. So while, yes, your dentist can save your smile, your Geico agent could save you money, which will make you use that smile a whole lot more. To find a Geico agent near you, visit geico.com slash local. In the face, the BLM member stepped back and raised his hands into the air. This caused a momentary separation of the two groups. Screaming and accusations were thrown back and forth between the opposing factions. BLM members then began to chant, take your mask off at members of Antifa. Uh, It's currently unclear what sparked uh, this specific clash between the two groups. Uh, why? Okay, why there is a conflict between the two groups? Both groups seem to agree about the need to take down white supremacy, as well as the notions that America is a racist country and that police are a threat to the public. You would think that they would be fast friends in light of the violence seen in Charlottesville. However, while white allies are said to be appreciated, BLM believes whites should take a backseat and lend support to black activists leading the charge. As Nikima Levy-Pounds, president of the Minneapolis chapter of the NAACP, told the Star Tribune earlier this month, it means we know that white privilege is a real phenomenon. It means they would be willing to take a secondary role uh, and defer to black leadership. Writing for Wear Your Voice, a feminist website, Ashley Shackelford claimed that white people attempt to attempt to steal the spotlight from Black Lives Matter activists and make it about them. Well, I can I can sum this up for you, right? Yeah, go ahead. Malcolm X gave a speech, maybe you could find it on YouTube mm-hmm. uh, while I'm talking, uh, about 
white liberals being the biggest threat to uh, to, to African Americans. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, Malcolm Malcolm X said that mm. that they were that they were the biggest threat to them. Look at the history. Look at the history of the Democratic Party, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's plain as day. Mal- Malcolm X's opinion was that they were just trying to use them as chattel, that they were just trying to, you know, guide these black activists into taking down their political rivals, which is why they try to spin uh, in history classes in high schools and colleges, they, meaning the liberals, that there was, uh, I mean, you've heard about this ale- alleged uh, party shift between the Democratic and Republican Party. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about, the, uh, that theory? No, no, I don't. Never heard of it. Well, allegedly, according to these leftists, there is a, a switch uh, in the Democratic and the Republican Party sometime in, I think, the 60s uh, with regards to racism. And that somehow uh, the Democratic Party uh, was absolved of all the racism and the Republican Party became the party of racists sometime in the 60s. So, but I think, I think that they might be taking a cue from Malcolm X, who had said that white liberals were the biggest threat to, you know, the black movements. And that's why they're pissed off with Antifa. And of course, of course, Antifa has their own agendas, and they think that they're more educated than the BLM people, because these are the kids that all went to these Ivy League colleges. So they want the black people to take a back seat. Yeah, I mean, so it, it, it's I, I totally, I totally see how there's that uh, that dynamic going on where yeah. they're fighting against each other for who's going to lead. Yeah, ain't it amazing though? These supposed people that are so for black people. Like they like you would think you would think like honestly if I was if I was in that position I would be like okay yeah I, I will take I'll take the back seat you know this is about yeah well I mean the idea of being an ally is you're supposed to be helping somebody not doing it for them yeah like honestly when it comes to this whole Confederate thing um you know it's logical that okay this is a black issue. Black people were the slaves, so black people what take offense to the Confederate statues. We help you. It's not about us, but you know, I mean, and and, and I yeah, know, I'm, it, I know it's I'm not a great gonna, issue. Yeah, I know I'm probably going to get killed when I say this, but I personally believe that there is a maybe there's not white privilege, but more of a white. Um, superiority complex sort of thing. I mean, like if like I get the only way I can explain this is when I do security I'm at a at, at like an office building and a white person comes in and doesn't have their ID and you like I can't let you in and they fight you on it. Like that's going to magically change the rules for them. When a black person comes in without the security badge, don't you give them the same amount of bullshit? Exactly. But the thing is, they don't fight me as much. 
they some some still fight me. Some still try to fight me, but not as much as a white person. They'll try to throw whatever weight they think they have. They'll be like, oh, give me your badge number. I'm going to have you fired. This is ridiculous. I'm already I'm already 30 minutes late. You're making me later. And what you're telling me is you have, you have white men that show up at your job white- and act like black women. <laughs> Well, no, it's usually, it's it's a lot of times it's white women too. They they feel like they have this invisible um, clout that they could that the rules don't apply to them. Like, cause I and I see this a lot. And honestly, a lot of times I'm gonna I'm gonna you know I'm gonna blow some minds right now. A lot of them I'm pretty sure voted for fucking Hillary. I'm pretty sure they're the ones that that go home at night. And, and pat themselves on the back like, oh, I'm not a racist. I'm a good person. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're describing like the stereotypical annoying soccer mom. Yeah. You know, that goes to the that goes to the grocer and gives the cashier a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there was this one dude when I used to work at this one office building. He was uh, apparently he was like the, he he was so self important. Uh, uh, what's his? Uh, what's that called? An accountant. Uh, pretty much he was a glorified tax preparer. Um, you know, he didn't even make enough money to have his own office. So he, uh, you know, he rented space in one of those like a satellite offices, like a Regis and stuff like that. Um, you know, like a shared like co-working space cause he couldn't afford to get him, you know, to get himself his own, uh, office space. His fucking ID stopped working, which... The rule is you have to confiscate the ID and and uh, and confirm whether he's still allowed in the building, then print them up a temporary pass, and then keep the ID so that way it could be reactivated as soon as we get confirmation. He didn't okay. like he didn't like that. He was like, Oh, this is a special ID. It shows it, it still it has my picture when I was still fat. I lost a lot of weight. And if something happens to that I why can't I get it back? And if something happens to it, you're going to have to pay for it. I'm gonna have your fucking job. I'm and I'm like, Did this motherfucker just curse at me? He's gonna die today. Does he not know? Like and I'm telling you, this guy, like he was about the size of my last shit, and you know he's puffing up his chest, and he's doing the the whole like you know that the guy the posturing that that we do when when we're gonna fight. Yeah, like the puffing your chest out like a rooster, arching yeah, arch your arms back. Yeah, I know what you're describing. Like he's like he and the way he was talking to me, I'm like, does he not know that the doors are open and I could walk around and. And he is not going to be able to walk right. And he's like... Yeah, so so here's the flip side of this, right? Yeah, like yeah. This guy came in, and his ID didn't work. And he calmly, politely asked you how to go about getting a new ID so he could go and get in the building. You would have probably helped him out, right? Of course. And he would have had an easier time. Yeah. And he would have been in the fucking building. Yeah, yeah. It would have been, I t- you know, I, yeah. yeah. So it's like I, I mean I So what this boils down to is if you're a jerk you're gonna have a bad time. Yeah, and, and the know? thing is I see this mostly with I mean, your people. <laughs> but my people will fucking blame them on me, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, hey, you're 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 mulling and deficient. 
I got superpowers, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> You're just... Oh, like, my God. If it wasn't for me... You know what, Matt? If it wasn't for me, you would be living in a cave with Osama Bin Laden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kiss the rings. No, I, 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 think, I think I just... I think I would be exactly where I am. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. It's like, yeah, sure, I'm white. But, you know, my great-grandmother on my mother's side was American Indian. My great-grandmother on my father's side was an Austrian Jew that ran, get, that ran away from the, uh, the fucking Bolsheviks mm. to get here. I mean, yeah, sure. You know, most of these uh, Scots, Irish, and Italian, but, you know, I got Native American. Pro- That's what it is. That's why you can't blame them on me. I got that Akinazi blood. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Shalom. Yeah. Shabbat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shabbat shalom. I should, start, I should start playing that card. You know, the next time... Um, I hit a curb with my tire, and the tire explodes. I'm gonna blame. I'm gonna blame Nazis. Is what I'm gonna do. Oh, don't do that. She's a nice girl. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. She, 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 I, she she's been on the show. Wait, who talked about that? I have no idea who is talking about. Oh, come on. No, I'm just messing around. Don't do that to you her. Know, it's become don't, a meme. Yeah. Don't do that to her. Yeah. It's not fair. That's not fair. You know that's not fair. Look, look. In another six years, everybody will forget about it. Six, uh, sixty years. Oh. <laughs> you, mean, you mean you mean to tell me she has fifty nine years and, and what uh, four months to go to deal with this bullshit? You motherfuckers are ruthless. Like she's she's actually helping y'all niggas out. I'm tired. I'm tired of you shit. Did you, did you just say? Did you just say you're tired of? Did you say you're tired? <laughs> yes, I'm tired of y'all niggas. <laughs> I'm tired of y'all niggas. <laughs> yes, and I'm calling white people niggas. I think we should we should take that word away from black people because they're not using it right, and just start referring to white people as niggas. Because it, I mean, it, 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 yeah, but, but but you know what? When you say it to me, then I'm not allowed to say it. Back, you know? Oh! You're, you're not trying to help. You're not helping the cause, dude. What if I slip up and I say it and somebody gets a sound bite and it's over? It's all over. It's all a wrap. Well, who told you Who told you to, to, to you know, be all like Casper like and shit and, you know, burn in the sun, and, you know, and not, not have melanin? I mean, it's, it's your fault. You made decisions. You, I know, I know. When, when you were, when you were, when, when Satan was sending you to to Earth, you were like, "Do you want to be black man or do you want to be white?" And you're like, "I want to be white." And he's like, "Okay, you made your decision, so that way you can have an easier life than me." All right. And now you want like, now you want to. I gotta wear sunscreen. You know, it's 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 not all it's cracked up to be. Dance for me, Mr. Ashkenazi. <laughs> Are we doing a tire commercial? <laughs> Come to Herschel's Tire Store where you can... Why am I sounding like a Russian? Anyways, um... Nah. Just, just... Oh, 
leave her alone. Like, God, leave, like she's she she's not like she she's throwing the pussy around. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck. I know she's she's a nice girl. I've seen her roast a couple of people. Oh, that's okay. always funny. Uh, has she? I have. Like, I would love to. Okay. Like, no, yeah, I, I'll have to find a link later. She was, she she came over to to Crotch Shot Studios, aka Crotch Shot uh, Scientific Institute of Excellence, and she had uh, some of my Spanish yellow rice. So you know, yellow rice. Yes, my span my Puerto Rican yellow rice. I cook. I cook. How do you make the rice yellow? Um. Well, okay. What, what do you do? Like add yellow number thirty to it? No, 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 no. There's this uh. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let me get the thing. Hold on. I don't know what the fuck it would be in English. <coughs> Let me, I'll just tell you the fucking recipe of the yellow rice. What I do, what I use. Um, first, I, I, first I make my own um, sauce. It's a sauce called sofrito, which is uh you know, with g- onions, garlic. Um, Louis, Louis, you got to stop that. You're you're appropriating European culture when you speak Spanish. First of all, it's not appropriating when I do it because it was forced upon me by the European. We, I, if 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 the European didn't didn't come and fuck with us on our island, I would still be uh, be speaking Taino, which no one knows what the fuck that sounds like because y'all y'all dirty motherfuckers wanted to come over here and fuck with us instead of you know continuing to fuck your fuck your sisters and your cousins over there. A bunch of inbred, I love you, Willie. You inbred, you inbred motherfuckers, um, and, and you wanted to force your language on us. Because you, you, I don't know, I don't know, because you thought there was gold in, in our island, and we're like, what the fuck, you, you, you talking about Columbus, and, and you know, so anyways, so it's not, it, it can't be, it, that would be like, that would be okay. like, okay, yeah. alright, but, yeah. but you gotta tell me, yes. you gotta tell, tell me, did you guys, you guys, did you guys, what do you, what do you, guys, what do you mean by you guys, white stru- boy? I be I be you guys, you guys on the island, don't get right? smart with me, don't get smart with me, Matthew. Well, I'll get I'll get the NAAC. I'll, I'll I'll call the JDL on you. You're gonna your your ass will be on the SPLC. Don't forget the SPLC. Yeah, I was about Come to on, say. Come on, man, you gotta I, have I, the I trust. Was, was to, you gotta use all three of that. I was about to say that. I, I was about to, that. That was the next joke before you jump me, motherfucker. I was like, your ass is gonna end up on the SPLC. Well, let, so let me get my joke out. You, all right, and you did it. Did you got? Did you get you guys you discover guys. race on your own? Or did you appropriate it from the Asians? And if so, how did you do that? Rice. I don't know where the fuck rice came from, to tell you the truth. I don't know. All I know is it's a staple of our of our. It came diet. from the ground, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, duh, duh. But I'm pretty sure we got, like, hold on. You want me to freaking do a whole freaking... Whole, yeah, whole yeah, whole I, I want to know how you guys ended up with rice. I don't, shit, I don't know. Freaking... Some do, do you guys make yellow rice? You know, to make fun of the yellow men that you stole the rice from? No, we Come make. We make I, yellow, I gotta know. I gotta know. We make yellow rice because it's fucking delicious, and and that's how we we're smarter than you. Freaking couldn't. Freaking you don't like white rice. rice. You motherfuckers. Okay, you're telling me that if you mix a little bit of olive oil with some white rice and then. 
sprinkle some Parmesan cheese on that motherfucker, you're not yeah. gonna eat it up. Anyways, let me let me tell you let me tell you about this. There's uh first we use this uh this condiment called bijol, which makes the rice yellow and it uh it's uh made with a lot of delicious stuff. You put that you put that in the pot and then you put some oil and there's this thing called sofrito which you make. It's like a sauce and some tomato tomatoes with tomato sauce in it. You mix it up. You dump the rice in there. If you want to add beans, you can add beans. And then you you cook the rice in a rice cooker and by the by the bing by the boom, you got happiness in a pot. Oh, I expect I expect a pot of that next time I come up to New York. All right, fine. You, I mean, you, you, me, and Sal. Sal has to be there. Oh God, Sal! Sal. I feel so bad for Sal. Why? I feel so bad for Sal. Why? Why? Because you know he's not really all about this fourteen eighty eight David Duke shit. He's just a lowbrow comedian. Yeah, but what did he? What? What? What does he? Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I don't want to talk. But what? Okay, fuck it. Oh, oh, you saying Sal can beat your ass if you talk shit? No, 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 no. Because I didn't want. I don't want to like let shit go out the air. But fuck it. What? What's his problem with with uh, uh um uh fuck me? What the what uh uh, uh Laura Laura? No. Uh, like, I don't know what's going on now. Oh, no, because apparently he's always talking shit about Laura. And I asked him, like, Oh, oh he's, he's still going on about the tire thing. So what the fuck does he have a problem with that? Like, what, like, you know. I don't, I don't know. Like, like, if the police say. I, don't know. If the I police... thought they kicked him out. I thought that he left the Proud Boys because he took a picture with David Duke. Oh, I don't know about all that. I mean, I'm just because all I see him is like he's constantly freaking busting on Laura about about the fucking tire and like the way it was explained to me, it was the cops that told her that it was slashed. She had she didn't do that shit on her own. She was like, okay, I'm just making jokes. Okay, right. um, I just okay, that, that's right. actually the first time I made for Laura Loomer yeah. Uh, yeah. this week. Oh, okay, and and it's Wednesday. Oh uh, yeah, no, but everyone break, bust her balls for some reason. It's like I don't get it. You know, she she she's come, she's hung out with me, and I'm like, oh, she's cool people, and, and, and you know, she's gonna end up quitting this shit, and then okay, now we're not gonna have. We're not, we, this is why we can't have good good uh freaking um uh, journalists. Why we can't have nice things? We can't have nice things because freaking motherfuckers think it's funny, and it's like, all right, all right, okay, we get it. It was funny the the first five times. Now you're up to six. Now it's getting to be like, fuck it. Like, all right, all right, all right. Do you like me or do you hate me? Do you like me or do you hate me? It's like, you know, it's like, oh, right, fuck you motherfuckers, man. Ugh. All right. Oi, vey. Oi, vey. Oi, gavolt. Um, What's oi, gavolt? Is that like, oi, gavolt? Uh, no, oi, gavolt. I, I don't know. My best friend My best friend says that a lot. That's where I got it from. Isn't it? Don't ask me to like explain what it is. So, uh, all right. So, uh, okay. What else? What else? What else? I think. I How about know. Trump identifying Antifa in his speech last night? Were uh, you happy? How uh, happy were you? That shit was hilarious. He's like, "Oh, Antifa, Antifa." Like, hold on. Let me see if I can get that bad sound clip. Oh, it's pretty hot out here. They said people were going to show up to protest, but. You know, 
they can't come outside because it's hot and they have to wear their hoodies and oh, their face masks. Antifa. Yeah, let me, let me, let me. Yeah, I'm playing it. I think I found it. Yeah. Oh, by the way, how uh, did you did you uh, go on that dude's website, Black uh, Black People for Trump 2020? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, it's it's this dude. He's holding up a sign in the background, cheesing it. So, anyways, all right, let me. How did he get in here? He's supposed to be with a few people outside. How about how about all week they're talking about the massive crowds that are going to be outside? Where are they? Well, it's hot out. It is hot. I, I think it's too warm. You know, they show up in the helmets and the black masks, and they've got clubs and they've got everything. Antifa! Antifa! So on August the 14th, so that was it, and I said all people, I love all people, everything, right? Now I figure I'm going to do it again. I'll be even more specific. So I said, based on the events that took place over the last weekend in Charlottesville, I'd like to provide the nation with an update, because that was right after the event, the first one, right? Mm -hmm. An update on ongoing federal response to the horrific attack and violence that was witnessed by everybody. To anyone who acted criminally in this weekend's racist violence, you will be held fully accountable. Justice will be delivered. That's what I said. Listen to that. I said that, but they don't show that. They don't show it. They talk, they'll take one thing like, seriously, he was late was the best thing. He was late. So I said to anyone who acted criminally in this weekend's racist violence. Okay. Then I go, we must love each other, show affection for each other, and unite together in condemnation of hatred, bigotry, and violence. We must rediscover the bonds of love and loyalty that bring us together as Americans, right? Then I said, racism is evil. Did they report that I said that racism is evil? You know why? Because they are very dishonest people. So I said, racism is evil. Now, they only choose, you know, like a half a sentence here or there, and then they just go on this long rampage, or they put on these real lightweights all around a table that nobody ever heard of, and they all say, what a bad guy I am. But, I mean, do you ever see anything? And then you wonder why CNN is doing relatively poorly. All right, so yeah, Antifa. I, I love him. I love him. Hey, you know, it's funny. He gave us a shout-out. Oh, yeah. I mean, he... He, like us, like the 20 people that were in the pavilion, um, in one of his tweets right after that all went down, he said he wanted to thank all the people who were fighting against uh, hate and bigotry mm -hmm. in our country, or hate and violence, something like that, um, which is really what was going on in the pavilion. You know, we had, we had these, uh, what were they called? You know that weird sect that I mentioned before, the, the potheads? Yeah, They're called yeah. the Healing Church. They were praying for peace. Dr. Shiva prayed for peace. Uh, the two African-Americans that spoke after Dr. Shiva prayed for peace. There wasn't anybody in that pavilion that had any amount of hate in their heart. You know? And that's, what they were, that's literally what they came out to protest was a call for peace and unity. And, and uh, 
and universal brotherhood. That's what Antifa was protesting. Yep. Uh, on Saturday. Sounds about right. You don't want you don't want them. You don't. Want and, them. and that's why. That's why we didn't let them in today. From dealing with these guys, I'm sure from dealing with them personally, you know, maybe talking to a reporter here or there, and you see how they twist your words. Yeah. We knew not to let them in. Uh, I, I did give one soundbite to one journalist. Okay, this this lady from NBC stuck her microphone in my face. And I told her to get her microphone out of my face, and I gave her a stare, and she moved her microphone back. She's like, uh, can you tell me uh, uh, what you're here fighting for today? And I, all I said, I just said one word. I said freedom. And, and then she goes, well, is there anything else you'd like to add, add to that? So I stared her down for about 30 seconds, and she walked away. It's the only soundbite she got from me, freedom. I'd love to see how they can twist that. Yeah. Oh, freedom to be a racist. Oh, oh dude. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Freedom to be a white supremacist. It's sad. It's really sad. They've got nothing better to do with their time. No, they could. They could actually be using their platform to make this country better and to bring people together by reporting on things from an unbiased perspective. You know, actually doing real journalism. But instead, they're using it to, to brainwash the masses and to, and to show uh, a tainted image of what's really going on in the world. You know, they're the ones that are perpetuating this violence and keeping us all from getting together and being one one nation and one people and and living in a better world. They're what's holding us back. Are these these media personalities that twist everything? The people the people who really follow what Donald Trump says, the people who are really spreading his message and and doing what he's asked everybody to vote for him to do, are trying to heal this country and bring people together. And it's just sad that his message isn't getting out there, and that people aren't seeing what we're actually doing. Hmm. Instead, they have they have a heyday with this bullshit out in Charlottesville, and that's it. Hmm. You know, two 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 Jews in Indian and a couple of black guys speaking at the pavilion in Boston, and it's a white supremacist rally. Yeah, that's, that's what these people do. And you, you got to just keep shutting them out and promoting alternative media like this, or InfoWars, or anything. Uh, the Red Elephant. Hmm. I mean, what's, what's your take on it? What do you think is going to make this go away? I mean, honestly, it's the, it's basically, all we got to do is just keep on keeping on and just do it, like, working hard, and, you know, these people will just tire themselves out. I mean, it's like, when it comes to Antifa, they, they're not built for work. All they want to do is whine and complain, and as soon as, like, I, I don't know what's going on in the White House... <laughs> but as soon as like they start like, really draining the swamp and cutting off these people, like uh, freaking deport George Soros or lock him up 
for uh, subversion. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com slash safety. I'm not saying you have to love football. We all have different likes and dislikes, people. Personally, I'm not a fan of the avocado. I just don't like the mouth deal. But, but if you're someone who loves football, I mean, truly loves it well, my sportsbook app might be the greatest thing that has ever happened to you. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat on confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. You know, or... I think sedition is the word you're looking for, but they are being subversive. I think sedition is the actual charge. Yes, sedition. Yes, all right. Thank you. That's, that's, uh, I think that's a federal offense. It's up there with treason. Yeah. You know, it's it's in the same tier as treason. I mean, the yeah. thing is, we got to cut off the money supply. But, like, um, that's the only way, you know, these people got to gotta realize, hey, there's no money in this. Um, and, 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 I mean, and I hate to sound like I'm calling for violence because I really don't want this to happen. But they're going to push somebody to the point where... And, and this is going to be, they're going to go and call the wrong person a Nazi. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to attack the wrong person and they're going to have a concealed carry and it's going to, you know, they're going to start dropping bodies. I hope not. I mean, um, it's, I, I hope, that's the only I way. hope if Charlottesville is any indication of how level-headed firearms owners can be. Yeah. Because everybody was packed. You know, all sides were packed in Charlottesville. Uh, yeah. The white supremacists, Antifa, BLM, and the centralists that were trying to keep peace. Everybody was packing. Not not a shot was fired. Right. You know? I mean... Well, I mean the only death you have from that day of a civilian is the person who was hit by the car. Yeah, and I... And then the helicopter accident. Yeah. And that's it. And you know, you have all these men with loaded guns in the streets that all hate each other. And they didn't, they did not, there was no bloodbath. Yeah, I mean, which, so, which makes me think that whole thing with uh, that guy crashing his car into people was a false flag. Yeah, just so they could You know, and nothing popped I hear you. And nothing popped off. But no, I mean, I'm talking about, and then, I mean, and I'm talking about as, in terms of here in New York City. Because a lot of these motherfuckers like to, tro- like to throw hands or like to sneak attack us. I mean, I still remember in uh, when we went to um, fucking um, yeah. Union. Yeah, May Day. I got hit in the head with a fucking maraca. I mean, how fucking... Spe- <laughs> I'm sorry, brother. That wasn't you. <laughs> that just started. No, it, no. I, I did not know you were hit in the head with a maraca. I've honestly never thought of using a maraca as a weapon. Yeah, no, somebody, uh, somebody and then, and then the bitch was like, what, you're going to hit a girl? And I'm like, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> and they, 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 what, they attacked us with that nitrous oxide. They hit me beer with that nitrous oxide. Yeah. Oy. Yeah. It's like, honestly, that, honestly, that was, 
I was, keep having flashbacks of that day. Oh, just so, knocking those two motherfuckers out and tossing the third one. Dude, I was like the the one Spanish person that was like, Oh, why are you there? You should be on our side. Duele Boricua, you're Puerto Rican. You should be with us. I'm like, I'm not a fucking commie. <laughs> you're the one that's a traitor to the people. You wanna you wanna put a fucking uh, uh, a put in a system of government that will get us get get your people killed. It ain't gonna benefit you. It never like that, you know. And he's like, oh, you're you're a fu- like you're a cabron, which is in, in um. I know, I know. You're not the end of cabron, right? What? Which you're not the end of cabron. Oh. Uh, somebody told me how to how to swear in Cuban. I think. Well, no, and, I don't even well, know what I'm for, saying. For a Puerto Rican, like that, that's like calling him a cuck, like times ten. Yeah. And it's like that's a that's a fight. That's a fight. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and you got this one guy, doing it, cabrón, doing it, cabrón. And I'm like, if I fucking take my palm of my hand and drive your nose into your brain, we'll see who the fucking cabrón is. And I'm like, y- y- your face is wide open. I could kill you right now. So let me ask you a question, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, just go, just shoot from the hip on this, yeah. right? So, if, so we wake up today, Bernie Sanders leaves his magic wand, and we wake up tomorrow, and it's, uh, we live in, now, a Marxist country, you know, a socialist country, whatever, communist country. Who, who do they kill, and who do they keep as slaves? I mean, workers, okay? <laughs> they're they're going to kill off people that have no marketable skills. Those are the people that are going to go to Gulag. The, the same people that are going to prosper are the people that are prospering now, people with marketable skills, okay? You need, you need people like me who know how to weld and work on power plants and, uh, and pharmaceutical plants and food processing plants. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need carpenters to build houses. You need plumbers to fix the plumbing, electricians to fix electricity, you're still going to need police, you're still going to need a medical response, doctors, and all that. Mm. What you're not going to need, what you're not going to need are unemployable people with no marketable skills. The people that are collecting welfare right now, they would be totally useless to, uh, to a Marxist society. You know, anybody who's not a worker is is in communism and socialism. I think I think uh, we know what happens to them. Yeah. Right. Uh, am I right or am I wrong? Because well, I know happens? I know I know my ass is dead because I mean they're they're they you think you think you think they're gonna wanna want any colored people? No. You think that? Well, especially me. I mean, me doing this show. I mean, I, I got a target on my back. I got people. Well, yeah. Well, of course, you know, when I say people like me, I don't mean, you know, people uh, who think like me. I mean people with, you know, the skills that I have. Obviously, my head's on the chopping block because I'm against socialism. So they'd fucking kill me off. But I'm talking about people that aren't involved in politics at all. I'm just saying, when you look at the resources and the labor that you have, Anything that doesn't benefit the state has to go. Yeah. Right? So, all the people who are unemployed and living on welfare, they would be useless to the state. And they'd probably go into Gulag, or they'd be forced to, forced to work on the farm for nothing. 
So they they would they would bring about uh, racial genocide of the people, you know, and they would reinstate slavery. That's what would happen. You think there's a lot of people in prison now in a capitalistic society? Mm. Flip it around and make it a communistic society. You know, the, the the whole deal with communism is if you work and you're a worker, then you're allowed to prosper. If not, they punish you for it. So all the all the, all the artists and and drug users, they go to the gulag. That's what that's what, that was what would happen if they got their wish. All these kids with their gender studies degrees that are for all intents and purposes useless to society mm. we go to gulag yeah oh yeah like, all, all these they, they would they, be oh, sealing their own fucking fate yeah I mean they went after like uh, communist China they went after all the artists of course they went after well because yeah. artists are intelligent people that are able to express ideas through an artistic medium yeah. you can't have that you can't have that no you can't have anybody who's able to dissent and make dissenting propaganda. They go to jail. Mm-hmm. Off with their heads. You know, look at North Korea. There's, there's the official narrative, which is so far from the truth, it isn't funny. Mm-hmm. And then there's reality. But the official narrative, even, even if the people do know it's bullshit, you know about uh, the Kim Jong dynasty being gods. That's what these people are raised with. They go worship the statue of Kim Jong Il's, or yeah, Kim Jong Il's father, because they think that he's like the the godfather. Hmm. It's it's sad. Yeah, I mean, that's that's why you know. I mean, listening to Alex, I mean, he says. The only way they're gonna like if this became a shooting war, they will have to like bomb them. They can't they can't send troops into their into North Korea. They will have to bomb the shit out of them and keep bombing the shit out of them until they fucking calm the fuck down. Yeah. I mean, like honestly, like and that's that's the thing. And I honestly don't think they would do shit. Yeah, and that's I don't the think thing. they would do anything. Yeah, I mean. That, and that's the thing I don't get about these idiots that are like Marxists that 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 love like Lenin and, and shit like that. Like you see what's going on in Venezuela, you see what happened in, in, in what's happened in in Cuba, you see what's going on in North Korea, where you know this guy sneezes and whole families, whole generations are being wiped out. His own people, he's killing his own people. Like, what the fuck you think is going to happen here in, like, when we still have the culture of land of the free, home of the brave, uh, you know, you have these people that still, they like, honestly, as much as they want free shit from the government, they still have, uh, they still act with a sense of freedom. They they feel free to be able to express themselves. They still have that in them. They might be misguided with a with a stupid freaking ideology where they feel like they deserve shit because they exist. Which if if the if if it were to pop off, it would never happen. They would never get 
get what they want, they will they will end up freaking starving in the streets. Like we like they will have to snuff out that that um that spirit that helped them to win this country if if that if that were to happen if that were to go that well, far they really have to snuff out that spirit i think let's just assume that that they have more firepower than we do yeah and that they're better at using it which i've got to tell you um i think all the vets are on my side mm-hmm. uh i would hope i would hope um so I, I really don't think they could win in a shooting war unless they had the state on them on their side, perhaps. Yeah. But even then, yeah. you'd have to convince our military to shoot on its own people. Yeah. Which I don't think is going to happen either. Uh, but say say you do all these things and it turns into a civil war, mm. and the state, and they win. They somehow uh, win and they get in in uh, in governmental power, and now they control the state. They wouldn't have to stuff us out because we'd be lining up to do it. We'd be lining up to be snuffed out. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it would be it would be just like uh, it would just be like the uh, failed. Well, I don't want to say failed, but it would just be like the the IRA in Ireland, mm. where the Irish never stopped fighting. There, there are people that still think that they're going to take over the remaining, I think it's five counties in Ireland from the British. There are people still fighting under the banner of the Irish Republican Army mm-hmm. in Ireland to this day mm-hmm. that haven't quit. Um, so I don't think that you would be able to ever totally stuff out the American fighting spirit. I think it would just turn into guerrilla warfare forever. Yeah, but I'm talking about, you know, even the people that are with it, the people that go along with it and, and help turn it, turn this country into a socialist country, you would have to kill those people because then they will re- like they at the at the point they realize that they were tricked, that they're not going to get this. Uh, yeah, like this is what I asked for, but not what I wanted. Yeah, you'll have to yeah. kill like you like. You'll have to kill those people. I mean, like, commu- like, like communists killed their own. Like, I mean, I still remember, which, which, which is also kind of what, like, um, convinced me that communism was was shit. Where, where they were talking about how Stalin had, you know, Stalin was having farmers starve to death because they weren't allowed to take food. Uh, that they grew on their land because it was meant for other people. So basically, I bust my ass trying to feed my government or the people, and I can't eat the food that I grew that's right outside my fucking window. So I... Well, you what know, do you expect to happen in a militant kill? Yeah. I mean, it's like... Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't keep what I work. I can't benefit from my own labor. Like, no, fuck that. Like, I, I understand, you know, like working and doing hard work and helping others for the greater good. But if, if, if it means my own destruction, no, fuck that. I'm not busting my ass. 
for nothing. That's I can't I can't be a communist. I can't. I mean, it, you know, it's yeah, it's 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 it, a it's a very severe form of feudalism. Yeah. Except in feudalism, you still get to eat. <laughs> so, I mean, I think the, the way that communism works with all these militant coups that we've happened, like Che Guevara and that ilk, uh, what happens is you get a few uh, mouthpieces together. And they start stirring people up about revolution. And then you radicalize them. Mm. And you give them military training. Now, when you do win your war, right, and you do achieve power, who does the dictator take care of? He takes care of the military and the police, the people that put him into power. You know? So, of course, he's going to put them in high positions of authority and feed them and make sure that they have a lot of land and their families are well taken care of. Because it's like, you know, it's like a mafia takeover. Mm. You, you only care about the people that helped you get there. Yeah. You know, they come first. But even still, I mean, in that, in that you know, ah, fuck, I can't talk because I've, I've already gone to, our, we're already like on overdrive. What is it, like 1130? <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, no, um... Why don't you have your show at 4 in the ha- afternoon so that I can speak without swearing? Speak with It'll me. never happen. Yeah. <laughs> so... No, I mean, but even those people that, that helped out, they're the ones that... They're the first ones killed, too. By by once... Once you, like... Didn't, didn't like, Stalin and Lenin, like, take out... Like, well, no, even more recently, freaking uh, Kim Jong-un killed his uncle. Well, he off his own family because he like he knocked off, hit. he knocked half, off his and he's not half the man that his father was. Actually, uh, yeah. Kim Jong Il was kind of fat, so I think he is exactly half of who his father was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they see that he's unfit to rule, and Kim Jong Un. Um, you know, generally when you suck and you know that people know you suck, you start to get self-conscious and paranoid, right? Mm-hmm. So he's really self-conscious and paranoid, so he's trying to take out the competition. Because he knows, he knows that they want to take his ass out. Oh, yeah. I mean, what was it, last year? He had a relative that dropped dead in China from being poisoned with some oh, his bro- uh, his, his, radioactive uh, isotope. Yeah, his brother. His capitalist-loving brother. Yeah. Who was spending... Yeah, up- he's killing off anybody who could usurp the throne. Yeah. He's making it seem unappealing to kill him. Because before it was like, oh, well, if we kill him off, maybe his brother will take over and we'll be able to reason with these people, but no. That's why he's doing it. He's like he's like a mad king. I, I think I think that a communist dictatorship is is practically uh, a monarchy, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, your father dies, then the, then the son takes assumes the throne, which is what we saw happen in North Korea. You, know, you have you have the people that are your generals and military and police, and they're taken care of. And that's it. Just the people that 
you need to maintain your authority. And you don't want to help the worker out if you're a dictator or a king. You don't want to help out the farmer or the lay worker because then they could uh, gain strength and power and come after you. Yeah, so I it's mean, systematic I mean, it's, suppression so that nobody can overthrow you. Yeah, it's more of a... <clears throat> It's better to be feared than loved type um, scenario. Yeah, it's, it's that sort of dichotomy. So yeah, and it I mean, sucks. but then again, but then like people like tons of freaking documentaries come out of that place and and how bad they have it there. How they'll punish you like they're they're only allowed like I I saw this one thing they they make these moon pies. And that they they're only distributed once a year, and they're so valuable that people save them and then sell them, so that way they could buy actual afford to buy actual food. But if they're caught, they are killed, like over a fucking moon pie because you, they're so like people are willing to risk dying over a fucking moon pie, so that way What's they. What's a moon pie? Is that like a cake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a chocolate marshmallow, um, thing. It's not dead. It's not dead. Like, they, they would die to sell that, so that way they could have, like, fucking, like, a bo- little fucking bowl of rice for the fucking day. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's absolutely insane. Yeah. These motherfuckers want it here because there's some, there's some freaking illusion that there's a, inequality. Or something that well, they're not getting. And, and, and you know, know. They would die over that. Uh, you know, the person who the moon pie, what their sugary treat, it's no different than somebody here in the first world where we don't really have it quite as bad being willing to risk their ass over, uh, over crack or heroin. You know? You know, it's just an escape from the mundane. I mean, imagine living in a society where you have no access to sugar. Yeah. And then once a year, you're given a cookie. You're going to enjoy that sugar rush. Yeah. It's pretty insane that that's, that's as good as it gets, a moon pie. Wow. Like, and, and that's the type of system they these assholes want here, and it just, it boggles my mind. I don't understand it. You, we got the internet here. We got the news here. We got fucking history books here saying how people were fucking getting killed over the whim of some asshole. I mean, we don't have it that bad. We don't have it bad here. We're not getting killed. Even, even when, even under the worst conditions under Bush... That shit wasn't happening. I mean, yeah, I do believe he was behind 9-11. That's another, that's another fucking story. But it wasn't like people were fucking disappearing off the fucking streets. It's not like it's it, like in China where they have like these mobile vans where they'll snatch someone off the street and fucking rip their heart off or, or any, any freaking um, organ they need for some rich motherfucker. Well, what's a particular uh, religious sect that they do that to? I can't remember. Falun Gong. Yeah. Falun Dafa, yeah. Yeah, they do it to those guys. Well, that's that's more about them, you know, cursing them to the the 10th generation. 
because I think the Falun Gong tried to take over it in China. No, so it's basically been, it was it's, for decades. They've been punishing them, and it's all but yeah. They, they keep all the Falun Gong people in pens and they harvest their organs, from what I understand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and yet Sorry. that's the type of system. These assholes that anti-phobe fucking want. And it's like, oh, well, you know, racist cops are going to go away under a fucking Marxist revolution. No, motherfucker, it's going to get worse for us. The fuck are you talking about? Well, here's the thing, dude. You could do it. You could you could pull it off. You could uh, white, black, yellow, and brown people interbreed so long that we all turn into a gray generic race where everybody looks exactly the same. Oh, it's it's a right. And then you could happen. and then you could distribute the wealth so that everybody has exactly the same change in their pocket and exactly the same amount of land and uh, burns the same amount of calories every day and has just as much leisure time and can fuck everybody they want. You could you could do that hypothetically, right? Mm. Get it to the point where where you've got it nice nice and equal for everybody. Everybody's got exactly the same of everything. The moment you get it to that point, human nature is gonna kick in. And somebody's gonna try to get one over on somebody. Somebody's gonna rip somebody else off off in a deal and, you know, now they're gonna have ten extra dollars in their pocket. And it all starts again. It's human nature. Okay, you can't you can't suppress that, I don't think. I really don't think you can you can make that go away. Even if you started off from scratch, I don't think it would work. Mm. Yeah, because they'll always find some. Oh well, we might be the same, but your this is a certain way, or your it'll, it'll just end up like a caste system, like in India. Yeah, well, not even India. Let's let's look at uh, you remember the Hotel Rwanda incident, right? You got the Hutus and the Tutsis. You know, they're they're Tutsis. both uh, equally uh, equally dark, but you know, for whatever reason, you got one clan living on the island that their ears are sloped a certain way, or they have like a bigger nose, or uh, you know, whatever. They they look just a little bit different. And that was enough for the genocide in Rwanda. Mm-hmm. Was you look just a little bit different than I do. Yeah. So even if you took care of the color issue, you know, and now everybody's got uh, dark hair and dark eyes and mulatto skin, eventually, even if you did that throughout the world, eventually somehow selective breeding is going to happen again. You know, maybe just people breeding in a certain area, a certain uh, town or state region, and they're going to have different uh, genetic attributes that are more prevalent. So it'll happen again. Now they'll look different, and it'll happen again. It'll happen again. There's, There's no way to stop it. So, anyways, uh, so you got anything you want to promote? Not really, dude. Not really. Uh, sleep. I need some sleep. All right. So yeah. Where we at? So yeah, let's let's do that. Wow, exactly two hours. 
Holy shit. Yep, we've been talking a lot. This is like one of those marathon. This is like a marathon show for me. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, every yeah, time we talk, every time, every time shit. we we we, but we we hit everything. So like to thank everyone for listening to the show today. Um, be sure if you're listening on Spreaker, please help me out by clicking the ads on on the player. That the, on the commercials that play afterwards, uh, you know, if I can make enough money off this show, you know, I can start doing part time, part time at my square job, so that way I can focus squarely on improving this show, so that way I can like freaking pay my bills. I'm not asking for a handout. I'm asking for a hand up. Just click the ads, help a brother out. Uh, or, or if you are, I'm I'm gonna play the commercial for Amazon. Um, you know, help me help me out by shopping on Amazon using my link at tinyurl.com slash Louis B. Again, you're gonna listen to the commercial afterwards. Like to thank Matthew Lyons for uh listening. Shout out to Sal, uh shout out to Laura Loomer. Freaking hope you guys get together and you know, fix whatever's going on. We we you know, we're in this fight together and um yeah. Salam alaikum. Malaikum salam. Shalom. 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 <laughs> and as always, from my house to your house, mahalo. And that's the end of my show, Donk. Help the Crowd Shout Radio Show grow and thrive by doing something you already do. Shop on Amazon. Amazon always has great deals for whatever you are looking for. From survivalists and riot gear to beanie babies. Next time you're going to shop at Amazon, use my link. The prices stay the same, but I get credit for the sale. Just go to tinyurl.com slash B And just shop normally, knowing that you're helping support the Crowd Shout Radio Show. That's tinyurl.com slash Louis B. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. I'm off to visit my mom and her boyfriend, Jim, for the holidays. I used to tease them about all the smoke detectors at their house, even though it saved the day when I burnt the pizza to a crisp that one time. I just couldn't take my eyes off the game. Thank goodness for that smoke detector doing its job. Relying on what works is important, not just for me, but for my mom and Jim. That's why I got vaccinated for COVID-19 before traveling for the holidays. Keep relying on what works. Visit vaccines.gov for more COVID-19 info.